Welcome to the HV Audit Training and Tips Podcast. I'm your host, Tim Hungerford. This podcast brought to you by Hungerford Vinton, LLC. Today we're going to be talking about point-of-sale frauds. That's right, registering up fraud at the cash register. Of course, point-of-sale fraud doesn't always happen at a cash register. It can happen out of a cigar box at a basketball game at your local high school. It can also happen behind the bar at your local tavern. It can happen right after your favorite roller coaster ride. You know where they take that picture of you screaming your guts out? Well, they also ring up the cash register there. It can also happen with that, uh, trusted employee behind the customer service desk. So first off, let's differentiate between a point-of-sale fraud and a point-of-sale theft. A theft means someone wants it now, short-term. They're not thinking about covering up their tracks. A fraud is committed by someone thinking more long-term, so they'll be covering up their steps along the way. So you've basically got three types of of point-of-sale frauds. There's the voided sale, the false return, and incorrect sales processing. Essentially, in a voided sale, what happens is the sale is never actually rung up and the cash is kept by the employee, or they immediately void the sale as if the customer decided they didn't really want to purchase the item anyway. So one of the controls you'll see in place is a sign behind the cashier that says something like, If you don't get a receipt with your transaction, let the manager know and he'll give you a coupon for $10 off your next purchase, or something like that. Usually, voided sales occur in an industry where the inventory is hard to track. For example, a restaurant. It's hard to know exactly how much of the supplies you may have used for that daily sales. Or for items like printing off pictures or copies, where it might be harder to track the inventory. Or maybe it's common to write off a lot of inventory because there's normally a lot of loss with that particular product. Or maybe it's not even tracked at all. If inventory is tracked, then the employee will have to make some sort of stock adjustment. So monitoring stock adjustments is an important audit step. The second area is false returns. This is very common, especially with larger employee thefts. This will either be done using a real or a fake customer. In the real customer scenario, the employee will actually issue a credit to the customer, but they'll likely over-issue it. But the customer won't see that. They'll get the amount they're expecting, and the employee will pocket the difference. Most likely, it's going to be a fake customer, though. The employee will make up a false return, in which there really is no product that's returned, but you're issuing a credit, and that credit's going to be issued back to the employee, and they'll pocket that money. The big problem is tracking the inventory losses. Because, obviously, if you're returning the product in today's sophisticated systems, it's going to add it back to inventory. So when inventory account adjustments are made, you're going to see that the inventory is lower than expected. Of course, if your system isn't updated to properly track returns, then who knows how much could be possibly stolen from your company. So from an auditing perspective, you want to see if one individual has an abnormally large amount of returns compared to everyone else. Or maybe one customer has a large amount of returns. Check to see if there's a stock item that's constantly being adjusted. Check the credit card records to see if there's one credit card that is consistently being debited. Maybe you have a miscellaneous item code that's used for returns. If that is the case, make sure you change that process right away and get the exact stock code that's being returned. And finally, is the amount that's being credited larger than the normal value of that item? Some of the ways to prevent this or put controls in are to make sure that two people are required for every credit or make sure a manager has to review each credit before it's actually issued. Okay, now for the last area of of point-of-sale fraud, sales processing. 
You have the new technological world where you've got barcodes on everything. You can scan things, rings up on the register, everything's all set, right? Unfortunately, no. You've got employees that will ring up the wrong bar scan so that their friends can get away with items at cheaper costs. Or they may not even know that their customer is taking a barcode from one item and putting it on another one so that they can get away with a higher valued item at a lesser cost. But this is also the area where some of the oldest tricks in the book occur. And these are to keep track of how much money you've got in the cash register that's extra. How'd the extra get in there? Again, you've undercharged customers or you haven't charged customers. You haven't rung up the sale, but you've put the money in the register. So to keep track of this money or this overage, they'll put matchsticks, keep notes, put some item by the cash register that signifies how much has been put in the register over the amount that's been recorded for sales. Now to try to catch this as an auditor, well, you can put in a surveillance camera, but you can also do surprise cash audits. Surprise cash audits are where you run the Z totals from the register and reconcile it to the cash that's in the drawer. If you've got a significant overage, you might have a thief on your hands. Another challenge is if you have multiple users of the same cash register, or if you've got a training account set up on the cash register to train new employees. Make sure that has strong controls over it. The last thing you want to do is to try to reconcile a Z total in which you found a culprit, and ah, oh, it's the dummy training account. Happy auditing! I'm Tim Hungerford, and thank you for listening to the HV Audit Training and Tips Podcast, brought to you by Hungerford Benton, LLC, www.hvaudit.com.